This episode is brought to you by Brewy, a coffee that nourishes your mind and body. Brewy is an organic coffee blend loaded with six adaptogenic mushrooms, so you can enjoy the benefits of superfoods while being fueled in your day-to-day life. To receive your Brewy discount code, tag a friend in this episode's coming soon post. Welcome back, everybody, to the second of our Supercoach previews. Uh, it is the Usage Rate, the UR pod. Um, we're here with Mr. Baz today. How are you travelling, mate? Yeah, travelling well. Travelling well. and Yeah, going pretty well, mate. Yeah, that's good. You've been hard to catch to do this one. We tried to slot you in last night and get that sorted, but you had a bit too much money down for the Brownlow, I feel. Yeah, I did, but uh, yeah, it was a tough one. I didn't come away too too well. I thought I was going to be buying a house by the end of it, but instead, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to dip into the savings, I reckon. So yeah, right, it was a rough was night on the brown like Negative? Negative last night? Negative last night. I just went with too many guys to poll a vote, which uh, wasn't a good strategy. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. I missed on Torano top 10 and... Um, Oh, what's his name? Top 20. Had someone top 20. Uh, Tom Green. They missed by a vote. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, so I went down 20 bucks and I was only looking at 380 or something returned. But anyway, I'm going to win a car next March. So all <laughs> will be forgiven. All, all will be so. forgiven, mate. So we've got a few things to go over. Dairy and I did a little bit last night. Um, so we're going to get your... Uh, Hustle Hero, your Brick Boy, your Scouting Report player, and also your tips for round one. Um, and then we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive um, into some certain players um, and some tips for the season. So plenty to look forward to today, mate. Uh, yeah, nah, sounds good. Before we do get into it, um, our tipping comp is uh, starting to get a fair few more people in it. So if you haven't joined that one yet, uh, the prize is this bad boy. Uh, signed Jack McVeigh jersey, uh, our favourite smiling assassin. Um, so you can find the entry for that one via the link tree on the Instagram and also the Open Supercoach League, which prize pack is a $250 uh, voucher for Jibbers Hot Sauce, our favourite uh, hot sauce in Australia uh, and multi-time award winner. Um, so the code for that one, if you're not in that, is 248 Seven zero five, and we've yeah we're rolling thirty seven. I looked at that this morning and I had twenty four. So good increase today. Uh, all the best to everyone in that one. So let's uh, let's kick it off uh, with your hero, mate. Dairy had Bryce Cotton. I had uh, Usher. Usher. Are you going to stick on the perch? Or are you heading elsewhere? Um, heading elsewhere. But I'm heading as far away as you can get from Perth in New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. And um, I'm not starting with this guy. I used to have serious, uh, I'd say beef. I'd say I had beef with him. Um, It's not, is it? And it is. It is. You know where it's going. But like, 
But it's because I, I watched him play last year. He ran down the court. I watched him for like 10 plays. I'm like, he ran down the court. He stood in the corner. Down the other end of the court. Come back, stand in the corner, and then he go off. And he's got some high fives and thought, day well done. I thought, this bloke sucks. But I've watched him in the blitz. And I think he's a bit, there's a reason why Cam Gallitton was on that. Um, he's been around that Australian squad previously, not too recently, but he was on there previously. Um, and obviously for a good reason. And he really played well in that blitz, I thought. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? So, so he wasn't just standing in the corner. He was catching and shooting when ready. He got some assists. He looked yeah. aggressive. And I, I thought maybe... Maybe this is a bit of a rejuvenated um, Cam Galeer and maybe had a down mm-hmm. season last year. His 102 is his price tag. So he still falls into that cash cow bracket. I don't yeah, really like their, ske- their schedule too much, no. but it gives me three games to give me a bit of an idea about what I'm looking for. If um, he plays well in round one, two and four, yep. he then comes into a series of two games where could you might have to pay one... 15 for him at that stage, 120, yeah. depends on how much he goes up. But obviously heading into that spate of um, five rounds where he plays two two games in four out of the five, I think and that the is that he doesn't. The only one he doesn't is where every turn plays one game. Exactly. So nothing lost. So mm-hmm. on just a hustled hero based on how he went in the blitz. And I, I think that um, maybe I've gone too early, but just... I wonder what. We averaged 22 minutes in the Blitz and 25 points a game. So, um, yeah, don't mind that. And looking at picking him up potentially round five. Round, round five, yeah. Where yeah. I'd be looking at most of my New Zealand players. Not starting with them is where I'll be no, looking at later. No, no I like that. Uh, well, not really long-term thinking, but medium-term thinking down the line of how you can be using those trades. Um, be really interesting to see. Uh, when those Cancer New Zealand players come back, how many people are looking to use three trades to um, rejuvenate some some cash, depending on what people's break-evens are looking like at that point of the season. So don't mind that, Baz. Glidden. Yeah, thanks. You were, I knew you... you were off him more than I'm off Moller. I know. I was off year. him more than last week's milk. I know. <laughs> but right, I was know, he, was, he was good in the blitz. Yeah, I thought so too. Do you reckon he, I don't know, he just looked like, yeah, him and Modi Mayo didn't really seem to get along that well. Last year, maybe he thought he was entitled to a few more minutes and he didn't really earn them, um, which seems to be the New Zealand way. Um, so I reckon he's really gone to work over the off-season. Uh, could be a good pickup. I like it, Baz. Uh, who's your brick boy? Well, brick boy, take out. Um, the three guys that we like from Adelaide, I'm just going to put the rest of the team as a whole group, a collected group of brickies. I don't know what you call a group of brickies. Um, but obviously, yeah, outside, there's a bunch of bricklayers. But um, if I didn't have to choose them, uh, I'll probably go with uh, just someone who's not remotely on my radar, even though he's borderline a cash cow in um, Andy Glover, uh, 149K. Angus Glover. Didn't really do it. Angus Glover. Yeah, sorry. Angus Glover. Uh, one, yeah, I'm just testing you, mate, to see oh, if you're on the ball. You're shook uh, up now, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm rattled now. So now all my numbers, I'm hoping are, are right here too. Um, but now I got in for ten super coach in thirty three minutes, which is not great. Then yeah. he's also pumped out a score of one in twenty minutes. Yep, which also not the greatest. And then to finish off with, he's got a score of nine in eighteen minutes. So he's not really. He's not going to play huge minutes. He's probably going to hover around maybe 10 to 20. And I don't think he's really a stat stuffer. He's not going to no. get a heap of assists, not going to get a heap of boards. He might pitch in with some threes. But for 149, I think uh, there's better options out there. I wouldn't even yeah. consider him. So no. that's why he's my brick boy. Yeah. Um, well, you've actually selected 10 uh, brick boys if you've got the nine players from Adelaide. <laughs> Who are your three that you well, like from Adelaide? Uh, Humper. Yep. Yep. Today. Yep. And uh, McCarran. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I, I was. That. I was pre-blitz. I thought that um, Wiley might have been okay. Mm. But uh, he had some. He had some rough. He had some rough yeah, days yeah. on the, on the laying the bricks. He, yeah, he was too was... good at laying the bricks. Well, he actually picked up a calf injury, so I reckon he must have been doing the uh, must have been doing the second story of the bricks without a ladder. Yeah, well, the rest of the team could have helped him. Yeah, well, they probably yeah, did he's expected back real play. So, um, yeah, it would kind of be a bit of a watch. They've got the double double in the first two rounds, so that could be interesting to watch him. We both quite liked him. Now, was it your dairy that was high on Angus Glover a couple of weeks ago? No, it wasn't me, mate. Wasn't you? Oh, it must no have been way. Derek. Hmm. Thought it was a bit of a strange. I'll see him as a moments guy, not a numbers guy. Um. So Derry, Derry had Jesse Wagstaff. He called him the worst starting player in the comp. But with their with their signing today of uh, Doctor Doolittle. What a yeah, I like that. That's quality. I love the name. Yeah. Read it three times to see if I read it correctly. Christian Doolittle. Um, so you'd imagine that hopefully he does a lot. Four, averaged 13, 8, and 3 in the Puerto Rican League last year. So, um, but this is from NBL News. It was only released five days ago from his French side due to behavioural issues. But Mitch Creek went into bat for him. Um, so, be interesting to see how that one pans out. But Wagstaff won't be starting there anyway. Uh, and I had Todd Blanchfield. Um, I thought that he would have uh, probably been around that 15-point sort of mark. Um, but he was pretty ordinary in the blitz. Uh, on to your scouting report. Scouting report. Um, yeah, who to keep an eye on? I think uh, this one grabbed grabbed my attention because it kind of came out of nowhere um, with Big Bainsy, and he's 20 and 20. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it coming, and it, it caught my eye because a score like that, um, was 54 he got, he ended up with. Um, so massive score. And if he can pump out one of those, um, you'll see probably see a nice little rise in price um, yeah. pretty quickly. And uh, you'll see the break even come straight down, which then means you can ride the hot hand for a little bit. And if he can get first six, first six rounds, um, they play four um, two game, two sets yeah. of games. So in four yeah. rounds, they play... Twice is only two times they play one singular game. Yep. So can he have a big rebounding double-double? Mm. Um, 
one of those two, yeah. four, six, eight, ten games. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just keeping an eye on him. I think that, yeah, maybe round two, if you if he's going well, then I might bring him in then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Don't so mind just keeping so, an eye on him. Priced at two forty, average twenty minutes a game in the blitz and twenty eight points a game. So that's um that's pretty handy numbers, isn't it? Well, most of that really did come from that fifty four point game. The other two games don't really jump off at you. A sixteen point yeah, fantasy game so. and a, a thirteen point. Hence, hence just keeping an eye. I guess yeah. So in the center category, um, around that sort of price range, you got Isaac Humphries at two fifty one. Um and then and then you're going down down a bit so yeah depending on how your team's looking maybe you're weighing up Humphreys and and Baines if you're needing to stack a bit of cash somewhere. Well, I guess he doesn't lose points for the illegal screens that he set in the blitz because um, <laughs> what gosh you know if he if he got plus two points for every. Massive illegal screen that he set. Uh, he'd, be, he'd be raising the bat with a ton, I reckon. Yeah, he's a solid unit, isn't he? Big banger. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, banger. How's yeah. a bang? <laughs> and then Derry had Taz Armstrong. I think he brings him up in every conversation that uh, he's mentioned. <laughs> Loves him. Fair enough, too. I reckon. And I had I had your man, Samson Frolling. Um, didn't really impress me that much during the Blitz, but we know what he's capable of, so... I think that'll be a bit of a system one. He could drop in price before they go into into their doubles, which, I mean, they've got one in round three and then round five, but then they don't have another one until uh, round 12. So, um, yeah, It's a gross, yeah. it's a really gross uh, schedule for them, fantasy-wise. Yeah, it's no good but, uh, for us, is it? Yeah, it do you think that there's a bit of, Yeah, do you think there's a bit of a... Um, it could be tough in Illawarra, like they might play the hot hand with that power forward centre with um, how well Lockie Aldrich played. Do you think that that might impact Froling yeah. at all, or yeah, maybe no impact? Um, I think I think their games are somewhat similar, but Ulbricht's a lot better shooter. Um, I think running like he he's got more range than Froling, but I think their games are actually quite similar. So I think there's a bit yeah. of lock for lock there. So, yeah, don't mind that. I guess it really probably just depends. Um, maybe they could do what the uh, what the cricketers do. They could run the left-right hand combination. They could. Right they on, could. Lefty off, depending on the defensive structure. So we've got mm. your hero, your bricky, your scouting report. All right. Let's move on to your tips. So I'm just going to hit you with the games. Just a quick one word. Oh. Unless you're tipping New Zealand, two words. Uh, I'll, I'll find one word for him. Your South East Melbourne, three words. Uh, so you're starting with the throwdown on Thursday night. Melbourne or South East Melbourne? Melbourne. Friday. <clears throat> I'll go home team first, just so you're aware. Uh, Brisbane, Adelaide. Brisbane. Paying 146 on sports bet, mind, mind you. Uh, Perth, Tassie. Tassie. That's at 9.30 for us, so that'll be a late one heading into Granny on Saturday. Uh, New Zealand Cairns. Breakers. One word. Uh, Hawks Kings. Kings. It's going to be the Hawks, mate. And 
Sunday, Adelaide, Melbourne. Ah, Melbourne. And South East Perth. Um, let's go Perth. Hmm. Is that not the most probably vanilla set of answers that I just gave then? I didn't give really one roughy. I probably yeah. tipped all the favourites. Um, yeah. Well, where did I go? Let's see if I can remember from yesterday. I think I went... <laughs> I went Melbourne against South East. Brisbane. I went Perth at home. Then I went New Zealand, Illawarra. Melbourne. And then South East to be Perth. There you go. So, yeah, interesting. We both had Perth at the end of the day going one-on-one. Probably yeah. depends which game they're going to win. Yeah, they might have that out, boys. Hopefully not. Oh, um, do, you reckon, no way. do you reckon Doolittle will play this week? Surely not. Um, I wouldn't have thought so. It's a pretty quick, pretty quick turnaround. Uh, if he does, he might uh, do a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Or he might live up to his name it. and do a little. <laughs> we guess I'd do a leap at then. Um, well, they've got two games in round one. So if he's if he's coming in at uh, round two, in which they play Adelaide, you'll think they'll probably give him that game. And then he he won't play his third game until the end of round three. So that probably that gives you a little bit of time to have a bit of a look at him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll probably. Probably hold off. I'd probably, yeah. Yeah, just said, wait, wait and see what happens with him. But maybe, yeah, you look at if he is going well. Maybe round round six, you ride the hot hand for uh, t- five games in three three rounds. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. Yep. Probably just. All, all right. We'll uh, we'll move on to the next next segment. Um. So this one's called top twos. So we're looking at. Top two imports, top two mid-tier players, top two next stars, and top two cash cows to consider um, for Supercoach to start the year with. Okay, so all imports obviously priced at that 277 range. So who are you thinking uh, the best two imports you could possibly start with? That? Um, well, it's... It's again. It's probably probably one that everyone knows that Tyler Tyler Cook. Yeah. Um. I'm starting starting with him. I read uh, an article today which said that um, as soon as Alan Williams is back, um, he'll be heading overseas, uh, heading back okay. to Europe. He's already got a deal. So, does um, I just read that as soon as he was finished, as soon as Alan Williams was back, he was back overseas. So, hmm. um, it didn't didn't say where or when or what. But yeah, obviously, there was by the sounds of it, there was no intention for them. I know we kind of flirted with the idea that yeah. if he does go really well, maybe they do keep him. But yeah, by the sounds of that report, um, once Williams is back, he's gone. So uh, I'll still be starting with with Cook yeah. um, because if I can use him as a if he can go up in price, which I think he will, because I think he's played pretty well in that blitz. Um, yeah. If he can go up in price a little bit, I might then be able to. Get Alan Williams as soon as he comes back. So, hmm. um, or one of our centers that we've kind of been watching for a little bit. So, yeah, I'll start with him. Favorable fixture and um, had a really good blitz. So, that's kind of two ticks for me for, for Tyler Cook. Yeah, like it. Um, and Alan Williams is expected 
um, back from his knee injury in November, it just says. So um, whether that's early, whether it's late, nobody knows. But uh, let's let's say it's early. Um, and you're looking round five, probably. Um, then that's a that's a single. Tyler, Tyler Cook will have played a double, a double, a single, and a double. So well, I guess wouldn't be a bad time to offload him to bring in someone from um, Cairns or New Zealand. Hello, Doctor yeah, well, Chisholm. Yeah, I suppose it's probably not a bad idea if you start with the favourable fixture for um, Tyler Cook. Let him go up in price. Yeah. He might go up to say three hundred k. Use that three hundred k for someone who hasn't um, whose price hasn't changed. Yeah, you Cairns players or in New Zealand that have had a limited change and save yourself a bit of coin and um, give yourself a bit of time to make a really good decision there. So, yeah, yeah, I like it. Cool. And so I've got Cook um, as one of mine as well. Who's your other import? Um, I well, I really like Usher. Yeah. My other import that I'm probably going to go with, and I know you're not going to like it, um, but I'll, I'm sticking with um, Valentine. Sticking with Denzel Valentine. Yeah. And I, and I know that based off the blitz that it's probably not jumping out at you that he's probably one of the starting um one of the starting imports. But yeah, I'm just uh, there's something about it. I think that um there's definitely potential there. You're getting lulled into the sort of played bulk NBA, aren't you? Yeah, it's hook line and sinker. It's got me. Mate, it's do you know me, Roy, but... do you know Roy Hibbert? I've never met him, if that's where it's going. <laughs> Not this again. Well, he was an all-star and then fell off a cliff. So just because Valentine played NBA doesn't mean he's going to be good. Yeah. But if I didn't have to, Daniel Valentine, yeah, he's, he's almost starting lineup um, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. We'll keep that in mind so you don't give too much away from your team. Do what Derry did last night. Um, and <clears throat> he gave away... Um, he gave away four of his starting 10 players, or of his 10 players. So uh, just remember that you've told everyone Denzel Valentine. Um, <laughs> Could change. I've got um, I've got Jordan Usher as my other one. I really liked what he did in the Blitz. Um, I think he, he reminds me a little bit of uh, Taj McCall um, in the fact that he's able to do a bit of everything. Um, he's elite on the defensive end. He's um, he. It doesn't matter what sort of game they've got. He's still going to play hard. Um, he's. I think he's going to um, probably get a couple of steals a game. Handy six points. He's probably going to get. Um, he'll score at least ten points a game. So you're looking at sixteen, probably four rebounds, twenty, couple of assists, twenty four. That's that's only his break even. But I think that's that's a bad night for him. So he's going to get that comfortably. Um, to start with, so um, with them having two games in the first round, um, one being Tassie and the other being South East, um, I think he's he's going to come out and play pretty hard from the get-go. Um, yeah. We'll go on to the mid-tier players. I don't know if you've really thought too much about those, um, but um, we've sort of spoken a little bit about the difference in strategies. Some people might opt to go imports, next stars, cash cow sort of guys. Um, some people might look to sort of go a blend of imports, mid-tier players, next stars, cash cows. 
Um, some people might load up on next stars and cash cows and uh, really, really chip away at making some money. Um, so who are you thinking in regards to the, the mid-tier sort of players? So I guess we're I guess you're sort of looking at the uh, south of 250 mark. Yeah, okay, south of 250. 250 is pretty high price because it is obviously just under under the import. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're, price, they're, so, those guys have their price there for a reason, whereas the imports, that's yeah. just their base price. Yeah, I guess um, probably I'll probably go down the, down the cheaper end. I quite like um, yep. Sean McDonald yep. um, for priced at 129K. Yep. Um, I think he's shown in each of pretty much every single Tassie game, he's been the first man off the bench yep. and the minutes are going to be there. Whether the fantasy score is there. Um, I think he's definitely yeah first man off the bench for the Jackies, and uh, he could have one of those games where he explodes, which then you kind of um, kind of like uh, getting your value there. So yeah, I'll be looking at yeah Sean McDonald for for his price. Yeah. Um, I also liked um, who else do I? Um, so, we jumped so before off. you go into this one. McDonald uh, played seventy two minutes in the Blitz. Um, scored 48 points, so an average of 16 per 24 minutes. Yeah, which obviously gets you enough of your value there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we just break even to um, Yeah, so that, that gets that one done, which I think is pretty good. Um, I didn't really touch anyone from really like 250 down to 150. I kind of either went, um, yeah, a little bit cheaper. So also... Um, yeah, kind of ended up in that like Ben Air sort of category. Your man. Um, with yeah, with him priced at one hundred and two, um, or one hundred and seven. Sorry, and yep. yeah, that was that was kind of where I was, which then kind of gets into your cash cow sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Did you pick any? Did you pick anyone with one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty range, or uh, not that I've picked, but some guys that I considered um, after the last game in the Blitz where. Adelaide kind of went, fuck it, we suck. Um, let's just let's just try and actually play basketball rather than being overcoached. Classic CJ, he's like, um, what's that bloke's name that used to coach your mob, Essendon? Just trying to making a simple game hard, I reckon. Um, so I I looked at um Sunday deck. Um, he's got a break even of twenty nine. Played play two games in that first round. He's priced at one sixty nine. Um, so in, um, in the last game of the blitz, he, he exploded. Um, so, um, the first two, he really looked lost out there, which I don't think's him. Um, so I think 11's pretty achievable for him. Um, and especially when they don't have that, that, um, import slot field at the moment, his minutes are going to go up as well early in the season. I think he can, he's a guy that's going to play hard that, um, Bruton can probably trust. Um, I think he's going to hit 11 pretty easily. Um, and the other one, which I thought came on hot in the last game of the Blitz, um, was Jonah Bolden, um, who we spoke about a little bit uh, last week. Um, I think the first couple of games, he sort of got his legs under him a little bit. Um, and then that last game of the Blitz, I think, is more of what we're going to see. He's obviously going to have those down games, so maybe that unpredictability makes him a hard pick. Um, but I think more often than not, we're going to see what we saw in um, Game 3 of the Blitz. 
Yeah. You also, um, a few weeks ago, you mentioned um, Ariel Cook 40. Oh, yeah. Cook 40, yeah. He's in the next uh, category, though. Even though he's okay. priced. Even though he's priced. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah played okay. one, he played one year of NBL, so he's... um. Yeah, okay. He's got that higher rate. Um, all right, on to your next stars. Uh, my next stars, Derry's, Derry's mate, um, Taron Armstrong, <laughs> yeah. but he's not next um, Obviously, sorry, he's a cash cow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did you rattle? You've rattled me now. Who who are your next stars? Then? Uh, two two next stars. Everyone's got him, Alex. Uh, um, he's going to absolutely dominate. Um, and I think we can get some early value out of him uh, before this import comes in and plays too many minutes. His value will go up um, from some scores in round one. Um, and then the other one that I like, um, I've lost it just briefly. Um, uh, it was Bobby Clinton. Um, you're not going to start with him um, yeah. given their early schedule, but he really impressed me. In the blitz, he looks confident. Um, he'll be a he'll be a lottery pick next year for sure. Um, so yeah, they might too. Yeah, nice. So they, um, yeah, I liked. Um, I hadn't really heard of Bobby Clinton until you mentioned him in um, the first episode or right before they started the blitz. And then yeah, I watched his stats and yeah, he put up some nice numbers, which was mm-hmm. handy. So yeah, didn't don't mind that one. Um, yeah, big fan of Sarah as well. Um, I guess if the person we probably jumped off was Trenton Flowers. Yeah. Um, but he kind of, not necessarily, he showed a bit of improvement in the blitz in that third third game. Um, but yeah, it won't be someone I'll be, be touching, but he's probably someone that people might consider maybe as a bit of a watch this space. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all happy. He looked all happy better playing off um, the wing, didn't he? He looks so much more comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable yeah. with the ball in, the, in his no, hands. No, he not did not look comfortable. He did not look comfortable bringing that ball up the court against um, Parker Jackson either. So, no. so yeah, maybe if he does but move to the guard spot, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe if he moves to the wing, maybe that, mm. that helps him out. So, Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you've got him and are you going with Thar for your other one as well? Yeah, I think he's a lock. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, cash cows, we've already said Taryn Armstrong, so we'll note that one down. What do you want to tell us about Taz? Um, just that he contributes across multiple uh, categories. Yeah. And he um, he gives you, uh, he might not get the assist one game, but he'll pick it up in the board. So I think that you're going to see some consistent scores from him. Yeah. Um, the only thing like, He's, yeah, I think his minutes are still going to be there if people are worried about McCall maybe um, coming back and having a bit of an impact on him. I still think that for 69K, you can uh, yeah. take the risk on virtually sure whatever biscuit, you get from mate. him. Risk it. Exactly. And we love biscuits. And we love biscuits. That's right. Who's your other one? Who's my other one? Um, I had the uh, anyone who kind of is kind of super cheap and uh, – yeah. Gets gets on the court, I think think was pretty handy. So um I had Himmer and Harris at uh eighty three K who um, saw a few minutes. So Himmer oh. and Harris. Ah. Jeez, mate. I'd 
Mate, this is what's like reading the roll call in every day. It's just horrendous. Names. <laughs> yeah. But um, I know like this could be tricky with the the new import coming in, but he yeah. um he consistently he got three games in double digits um yeah. with a pretty low price. So yeah, uh, he's certainly someone. If that continues, yeah. uh, we'll go up in price pretty simply. So I can even have fifteen saw that. twice in the first week. Perfect. So he did that easy if you yeah. count his blitz games. Good Himram. <laughs> I know you say <laughs> Oh, you already got to the, old... the second one. That was Taryn. Yeah, yeah, come on, mate. Hey, first one. Uh, my first one. Spoken a bit about him uh, is Lockie Albury. Um, yeah, yeah, it just looks super duper comfortable. He's not like your traditional sort of. Um, he yeah, he he could come into the next star uh, spot and being what forty six k cheaper and same with Taz Armstrong. Um, ah, forty six k more expensive. I've lost the bloody plot now. Um, so really like him. Obviously, their schedule um, makes it a bit tricky to sort of sort of pick him um, as compared to some other guys. Um, the other one that I like, um, sort of got, sort of looking for those gems from Adelaide is Kyron Galloway. Um, he's at sixty nine as well. Um, so he's got, excuse me, he's got a break even of twelve. And they play yeah. twice, twice in the first week. So he's going to score more than six points a game. So he could be some quick, easy cash if you want to start with him. Yeah. Well, um, they also, their um, lower-end players, they had um, four blokes priced under 100K all play yeah. in that last game where they had the most success. So yeah. um, probably depending on, um, I know Kadee didn't play that game and he's they've got an injury mark next to him that it, you assume he'd be right, but yeah, if he doesn't play, then it opens up a heap of minutes for those yeah lower end guys. So Adelaide, yeah, he'll be, be he'll out. be fine. He's not on the injury report, so he'll be fine. All right, mate. Well, um, that sounds pretty good. The couple of players, the imports, mid tiers, next stars, and cash cows that you've mentioned gives people a fair bit to work from. You can probably you can make two teams out of those, I reckon, um, using that structure. Um, so we're going to a team reveal now. So just looking for one player from each position. So we'll start with the we'll start with the forwards. Start with the forwards. Interesting. You rolled the dice there. Yeah, I did. I actually did roll the dice and that's what we came up with forwards. <laughs> um my forward, um, I like that he's a forward guard and I think he's gonna um have a pretty good year. So I've uh, started with uh Luke Travers um on my mm-hmm. Um, in my forward position. I didn't start him as a guard. I started him as a forward. Yep. So I put him there. Um, so I think he's going to have a good year. And also he's got um, a favourable fixture in the first three rounds. So yeah. um, that's why I've gone with him. Cool. Um, if you would like to hear mine, listen to our last episode. Yeah, I was interested. Uh, ah, centre. One centre. Centre. Uh, um, Tyler Cook. Yep. A no-brainer. Um, yeah. yeah, so handy that he's uh, also a forward as well. So it mm. means that um, I kind of thought that's pretty handy if I've got a forward centre in the forward position as well. So depending on um, that, they might so play more games. So I might even... Yeah, like it. So you're really looking for flexibility by the sounds of things. Yeah, I am. I am, yep. definitely. Cool. And the guard? The guard... Um, 
Sean with um, Shawnee McDonald. Um, so he's he's on my bench at 129k. So like it. You've done what Dairy's yeah. done and you've given four players away this episode. <laughs> yeah, I've honestly probably given away my whole team, um, apart from maybe one or two. Do you want to know who they are? Uh, yeah, you have to wait till after round one, mate. All be revealed. <laughs> like it. So you've got. Um, What's his name? Travers, Cork, McDonald, and Valentine. <laughs> at very, this very point. At, at this point. Anything could change point. in the next day, but don't be a sneaky yeah. little bugger. <laughs> Mate, it's nearly nearly yeah. go time as well. It is. We're very, very close. Game one's fast approaching. All right. So just looking for one top tip for NBL Supercoach. What do you believe is one of the most important things? Um, I think one of the most important things is, and it always seems to be money. The quicker you can make the money, the better. So obviously everyone is going to be looking to have um, the top five players. And if you're, you're really good, you can probably branch out. And um, especially in this one, you can probably end up having, by the end of the season, you're probably aiming for seven of the top 10 players, maybe at least on your roster. So Make cash as quick as you can. Yeah. Like it. Um, top one for me is, I was going to say fixture, but seems it's a pretty common one. If, you, if you're not aware of being aware of the fixture by this point, you may as well not bother. Um, so, yeah, I won't talk about that one too, at all. Um, I'm pretty big on flexibility um, because I think with the way that the schedule is, um, that it could be quite difficult at times, um, especially if injuries pop up. Um, to Like if you've you've only got your two trades a week, obviously, and you've got those three booster trades you can use any time, but it's obviously part of people's strategy when when they might use those. Um, there might be times where you get an injury and you've, you've kind of planned ahead and thought, oh, I might trade in round five, I might trade this player to this player and this one to this one. Um, but then someone goes down with an injury and you might not be able to cover a good score on the court um, because your planning might not, might have only allowed for that next cycle of, of cash generation to come in. So um, I'm, I'm really big on flexibility. Um, if I bring my team up, geez, I've clicked on the bloody, um, the Duolingo app then. I'm learning another language. Um, what have I got? One, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven players who are dual positions. Out of my ten. Nice. Hmm. Rightio, we'll leave it leave it there. We'll see people next week. Good luck for round one. Um hopefully your team doesn't go as well as ours, but you get pretty close. So everyone. Bye now. <laughs>